Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like anxiety, health, and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. My name is Sarah, and I'm very happy to connect with you this week. We are going to get away from the interview format this week and do more of a personal gift guide episode in terms of ideas of things that you might want to consider as gifts this year. It's that time of year where we're hunting for things to give to all of our favorite people and maybe you're low on ideas and I've been doing digging around of things that I'm interested in and so I thought I would share those as a bit of a lead into the holidays this week. Next week, I have an episode coming where we're going to talk about how to get through some of the holiday stress and even how to combat the winter blahs. So I thought, let's start with a fun one where we're talking about something everybody loves, which is gifts, giving and receiving, and keep it really light and short. So one of the things that I totally recommend for giving gifts is to look at local gifts. So we have something where I live, it's called My Local Markets, where they bring together a whole bunch of different local vendors and you can buy everything online and then there's a delivery service, which is super convenient if you want stuff from a whole bunch of different vendors um, because it all comes together. So that's a great option. Or I know there's been tons and tons of holiday Uh, craft shows, holiday markets happening. I've been to a few of them myself and got some really interesting things. Um, One thing that I got was a pair of mittens that are made all from recycled sweaters and then the inside is lined with like a fleece and then there's kind of like a cute button on them. Those were really nice. I've gotten things like the homemade beeswax um, food coverings. So you can use beeswax instead of like plastic wrap to cover um, different foods. So that's like another great thing that, that you can get at these markets. There's tons of things in Canada like maple syrup, which is always a lovely gift. Lots of handmade soaps, bath products. Um, really, they have it all. So if you're not sure about what to get somebody, a craft market could be really interesting. I know people hear craft market and they think, oh, it's just going to be, you know, some stuff that you're not really going to want in the end. Like, maybe it's just things to hang on the wall and but there are a lot of different things that if you kind of go in with a list of people you're looking for you can find things that are useful and personal and it can be a really great way to get a head start on your uh, holiday shopping Another idea, of course, that's one a big go-to for myself is books. So there are a few really interesting books that I'm interested this in this year, and then some that I've been looking at um, for others, be it their favorite um, fiction author or things like that. One of the ones that I was interested in is on anti-fatness. I really enjoy the podcast Maintenance Phase, and it's co-hosted by Michael Hobbs and Aubrey Gordon, and Aubrey Gordon has come out with a new book called You Just Need to Lose Weight and 19 Other Myths About Fat People, and I think it's a really um, exciting new book to read. I'm hoping this is really going to help to change a lot of attitudes around 
fatness and um I'm really I'm really excited to get this book if you've not checked out maintenance phase it is such an eye-opening podcast so wonderful to hear some of the things um, talked about on there in terms of dissecting the diet industry and all of that and and the harm that it does so check out that book as a great option Also, I know a number of people are interested in Panda's Pans, something that we've talked about a lot on the the podcast. And there are two new books that are really catching my eye this year, one called A Light in the Dark for Pandas by Dr. Jill Krista. She has been on the podcast previously where we talked all about mold and then Panda's Pans as well. You can check out that episode on the podcast. That is episode 89, Break the Mold with Dr. Jill Krista. And so I have the book Break the Mold, but I'm also very interested in her new book. I think it's going to be a really great overview of Pandas Pans. So again, it's called A Light in the Dark for Pandas and Pans, and it's Dr. Jill Krista. The other one that I'm excited for, and I actually just got it in the mail, it is called Demystifying Pans Pandas, a functional medicine desktop reference on basal ganglia and cephalitis, and it's by Dr. Nancy O'Hara, MD, from the US and I actually did just have an opportunity to speak with Dr. Nancy O'Hara and that episode is going to likely be coming out in the new year where we talk all about her new book and I was very excited to get it already. I've found so much useful useful stuff in there. So if you know somebody or if you yourself are looking for more information this Christmas on Pandas and Pans, those are two really good ones that I would recommend. Also, there's been some fun celebrity books coming out. You can pre-order the new Prince Harry book. I'm not even sure if he is Prince anymore. He was Prince Harry. Anyway, it's called Spare. That's an interesting one. Um, And even cookbooks. Those are always great. If you know somebody especially that's interested in like gluten-free cooking, things like that, those would be a great one. So tons of books, just think about the person and and what they might be interested in and go from there. Also, we've had a number of authors on the podcast this year, so feel free to go back and you can see a number of great books on there as well. Or you could even think about getting somebody who's into like mindfulness and meditation, like a book on that or yoga, things like that. Just think about what your people are into. Another idea that I always have is journals. There's tons of little books out there that you can get and journaling is a really fun thing and something that is so helpful for our health. So I totally recommend that even if the person just uses it to make a list. I'm sure it's something that's going to be useful to them in the end. So consider something like that and they can be so affordable. I know our dollar store has tons of journals. You can get journals, pens, those are great gifts. Another thing that I have been considering for myself, well, one, I've had a lot of body issues this year, particularly with my back. So one thing I was considering is some type of massager. I think that could be a really interesting thing to try. Um, The other thing is my naturopath had recommended like 
a special eye mask that can be helpful. You can make it, um, I think it's made with gel, and so you can make it cool. She also mentioned one that's a heated eye mask, and so I thought one of those could be a really interesting gift. She talked about them being great for headaches, so I'm sure if you Google around for some um, eye masks that are useful for headaches, that could be a good gift as well. I know that's something I would totally appreciate because it's going to help you all year round. It's not going to be just gone in a few minutes. Another thing I've always been interested in in terms of gifts are some of the different lights that they have out there in terms of helping with seasonal affective disorder. Um, I've seen a lot of advertisements lately for the Cala light, which is like a red light, but there are different ones that you can get, especially for us up here in Canada where it's cold and it's dark a lot during the winter. It could be a really good gift, especially if you know somebody that sits at a desk or, you know, even if you have someone that's doing a meditation, then putting that light on during that time, you know, some kind of ritual could be really helpful. Um, The red light I've seen even be um, promoted as useful for things like psoriasis and eczema, which I have psoriasis, so I'm super interested in anything that does help with that. And I think it's a great um, option to try and, and something else to look into that could be a nice gift. Another thing that I had thought of in terms of a gift, especially if you know somebody who's gluten-free, is the other day I was buying a loaf of gluten-free bread And as we know, many of them are not that big and it was $9. And I thought, oh my gosh, like my son is just, has just turned 13. And so his appetite is really starting to increase. And I'm noticing, you know, we're going through that much more bread. Like if I'm making him a lunch, he wants two grilled cheese sandwiches with gluten-free bread and dairy-free cheese. And so like, that cost starts to cost a lot of money. And I started to think, okay, if this is what it's like at 13 and his appetite is just going to increase, like what is it going to be like at 15, 16, 18? And so I had this idea that maybe we should consider a bread maker. And so I started to research around and they do have bread makers out that even have gluten-free settings. And I thought this was something really interesting because I looked at this a long time ago and I didn't see a lot available in terms of like how do you figure out how to make the gluten-free bread work well and now that I'm seeing that there are these uh, bread makers with the gluten-free setting I think the industry has kind of gotten there that there is definitely a market for people that are gluten-free that are sick of spending like ten dollars on every loaf of bread and want to try you know to make it at home Also, it's a totally different taste, right, to make it on your own. So lots of motivation there. And I also then was looking around to see if there's cookbooks. There are. There are gluten-free bread cookbooks as well. And so I think this could be a really interesting option if if it's uh, something that you think uh, maybe a gluten-free person in your life would be interested in. Or even if you think the person would be interested in maybe trying to do their own bread if they're not gluten-free. I know my sister has a bread maker that she uses for um, non-gluten-free bread, and they even do things like pizza dough in there. So I just think it's something that could be a really nice addition. And then the other thing I'm really focusing on is experiences. So we 
Um, a lot of times I try to get away if I can from some of those consumable gifts. Certainly not so much for kids. Generally, these are more things that would be for an adult. Um, kids are going to want what they're going to want. And, you know, you're not going to be able to control that. You might be able to steer them in a certain direction. But, you know, if a child's heart's set on something, there's not a lot you can do about it. But in terms of some of the adults in my life, I've done different experiences. Um, like my mom last year, I booked a psychic experience for each of us and we went together and we each had a psychic reading and then we went out for a coffee afterwards to kind of talk about it. And I thought that was like a really fun thing to do, mother, daughter, and you know, we were really lighthearted about it. So it was... Um, was just fun. And then I know you could easily do like a massage, you could book a spa time for each other. Uh, where we are in Ontario, we're very close to Nordique, which is a Scandinavian spa. That's been a gift that we've given a lot where you get to go for the day, you have a pass to go for the day and you can soak in the hot tubs and, you know, relax in the meditation rooms. And so it's a really nice experience because the person gets to enjoy it for as long as the session and then the memory as well. So it's always great if you can even do it with the person that you're giving it. Um, you could do like at a spa, get like for each to get a facial, something like that. I think there's a lot of those types of options out there. And of course, the local businesses will appreciate it when you're going, when you're buying um, into them and then booking something into the new year where, you know, of course, they're going to want people to be coming back. So those are a couple of ideas that you can try. So when you're dealing with all of these ideas, where do you put them? This year, I actually started, even as early as the summer, just a note in my phone where I would add gift ideas for different people. Because you know what happens is that people say something and you think, oh, that would be a great gift. Or you have a conversation and you think about you know, a specific person and you've got a great idea, but you forget it. The holidays comes and you totally forget what you were thinking would be a great gift. And then you're just looking through a catalog or walking around a store and you have no idea. So I started to do that in my notes this year. But I've learned from past that one thing I'll do is I buy things and then I squirrel them away somewhere because I don't want anybody to find them. And then sometimes I forget about them. And this year, I've decided to combat that by making a second note of the things that I've actually purchased so that I can go in and quickly in my phone, you know, if I see something when I'm out somewhere, I have a list in my phone that then I can just quickly look at and say, oh, you know, I've already bought this and this for that person, but this little extra thing would be a great addition. Or, oh, you know what? I probably shouldn't get this. I've already spent too much on so-and-so because I can see it all in my note. So that's just a little extra tip in terms of trying to get organized because I know I have had like days where it's the afternoon of Christmas day and I'm sitting, you know, down and finally relaxing. And then I'm like, wait a second. I bought something else, and this has definitely happened for my kids. I bought this thing. Where did that thing go? Did they open that? I don't think so. And then I end up going and looking for it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I never even wrapped this up. I totally forgot that I had it. Um, and 
you know, I'm sure it's just a function of so many things on our minds, but it's great to avoid that if we can, let's face it, it's a waste. So that's kind of my last tip. Hopefully this has given you some ideas of things that you can think about for this year. Um, Another thing with experiences for sure could be concerts. There's tons more in that area, but I've just given like a few examples of some of the things that I think make great gifts. And hopefully you're feeling a little bit inspired if you haven't been inspired yet. So thank you so much for listening to the show this week. Like I said, next week we will be back with some holiday trip tips and tricks about how to get through some of the stress and um, make sure that you're heading into the new year in the best way that you can. Thanks again for listening. And please, if you do find the show interesting or worth sharing, please do so. I know we've got so many valuable episodes on there from 2022, and I hope that you're sharing those with family and friends so that they can benefit as well. Thanks so much and see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind, this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can follow me on social media, Instagram and TikTok at Sarah Lady Gluten or Facebook, Sarah underscore Gluten Free Lady. You can also visit my website, which includes author information, speaking information, and more info on the podcast at www.se hyphengerman.com. If you like the podcast, please feel free to review the podcast on your favorite platform and also subscribe because it means that it will show up for you every week on your favorite podcast platform. Also, we've just started to have the ability to support the podcast. You can find this link in my Instagram bio or visit Kofi ko-fi.com slash learning to slay the beasts. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.